Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. And today, let's get the program off to a good start with a caller. Hi, Roland. This is Linda, and I have a question. I'm reading your... Thank you so much uh, for all your your radio shows and um, your books. They're fantastic. But specifically, I'm reading Waking Up from a Lifetime of Hypnosis. And here you were talking about Christians, and you said um, to believe into Jesus, I-N-T-O, believe into Jesus. And you have those in capital letters. I'm just wondering what that means, uh, believe into Jesus. Thanks, Linda. That's a very good question. The caller is referring to my book, Waking Up from a Lifetime of Hypnosis. And in it, I talk about believing into Jesus. I'm trying to convey something that goes beyond words. If I just say believe in Jesus, somehow it doesn't help awaken to something more. It's more than just belief in Jesus, like believing in his name. It's a turning toward, and it's a movement toward, and a movement into, I'm trying to say, and I don't even come close to the beauty and the power of how Jesus said it. In the Gospel of John, chapter 17, Jesus' great prayer, he says it there better than anyone has ever said it or ever will say it. And I think it would be good when you listen to this program to also Go to John chapter 17 and read the words of Jesus. Your eyes will be opened. May God open your eyes and help you to see and bless you with understanding. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is, What is Faith? And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. I'm holding in my hand a copy of the Wall Street Journal. I'm looking at a recent article in the review section entitled, Is Religion Good for Your Health? Well, the article talks about studies that seem to show a correlation between uh, attending church services, regularly attending church services, and good health. Well, maybe so, but this research doesn't really answer the question of what a special faith is that Christ talked about, a special faith in God, and a special belief that casts out doubt. We know that any kind of faith is helpful, and we know even a placebo is helpful, we know that, but there's a special kind of faith that has something to do with a direct contact with God and with Christ. and. I will try to use words to talk about something that goes beyond words. And so I think it's helpful to focus on the word in. Faith in God. Belief in Jesus. And maybe even substitute into God and into Jesus to convey what goes beyond words. So here goes. And ultimately, the only faith that will really do you some good is faith in God and faith in Christ. 
but not just believing that God exists or that Jesus exists or that Jesus did miracles or rose from the dead. Not just faith in those facts, but faith into Jesus himself. And in order to have faith in Jesus himself, he must reveal himself to you. He must come to you. And it's like the beautiful prayer. Jesus said, Father, I pray that they may be one as we are one. I in you and you in me and them in us. So you have to be in. Let, let me see if I can give you a little analogy. If you have a nice home and a nice family, let's say you're far away, you're on a business trip, you're a thousand miles away, and you know that they're safe, it's very, very good, and it's very positive. But it's even better to be home, to be in your home, sitting in your living room or at the dinner table with your beloved family around you. All of them are there. All of them are safe. It's so much better. You understand? It's good, in, it's good to know that God exists and Jesus exists, so those are good. And it's good to know that right is right and wrong is wrong. It's good to know all of those things. It's positive. But it's got to be more than that. Because, see, just putting your faith or your belief in some fact. See, here's the problem with that. Let me see if I can tell you what the problem with that is. See, and this is a good topic. I wasn't planning to talk about this, but I, I think it's, it's useful. We all have heard stories about kids from good Christian homes that go off to college and lose their faith in a very short amount of time. We all have heard those stories, and we wonder, how could this happen? Let's take a little break. When I come back, I'm going to talk about the problem with sheer knowledge and book learning. This is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles, with a reminder to be thankful for the present, avoid spending too much time planning the future, and don't dwell in the past either. Be grateful for those that are around you, and take time to appreciate your loved ones and tell them how much you care for them. If you need more inspiration for moving rightly every day, Listen to Shedding Shackles anytime on your computer or mobile device. Go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the icon Listen. That's SheddingShackles.com. We all have heard stories about 
kids from good Christian homes that go off to college and lose their faith in a very short amount of time. How can this happen? Well, here's the reason. Two things. First of all, they never had real faith in the first place. Yeah, they were told, you know, the right things, and they believed the right things. But it wasn't an intimate... See, they weren't ready yet. See, finding God is reserved. Really, really finding God so that it's like Jesus' prayer when he prayed to the Father. Father, I would like for them to be one as we are one. I in you and you in me and them in us. See, that's what is needed. And that is reserved for the second half of life. The first half of life is for growing up and running and playing and skipping and riding bicycles and having friends and going to school and doing athletics and learning math and things like that. That's what the first half of life is, is for. And then you get married, you have a family, you work at home or at a job, maybe you have a business, all of that. And those are all good. But then comes a time of searching for more. Not more pleasure, not more money, not more excitement, not having a midlife crisis and getting a motorcycle and divorcing your wife or your husband. No, 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 no. More is finding the purpose, something that goes beyond the mundane. And really what it is, is for some of us, it's searching for the Creator. And finding Him, well, so like I said, to know that Jesus existed, that He was good, and that the Father sent Him, yes, those things you will know for sure. But how do you know them for sure? See, it's one thing to say them because your preacher said it, an expert said it, your parents said it, you read it. See, it's got to be something more than that. You have to know, just know, in the way that a bird builds a nest, you have to know that God sent Jesus. You have to know that. And how do you know it? You know it deeply. And how do you know it deeply? You just, it's your, it's, it's a connection with God. Now, here's the thing. All of us have an inner, we have what is called conscience. And we could also call it intuition. Intuition is what you know in your heart, wordlessly. You just know. You see in the light what is true, and you just know that it's true. Little tiny children, you can have a little child that's two years old, and if something is unfair, their brother's being treated better than they are, or something like that. The little child knows it. The little child can spot injustice and knows that it's, it's something is unjust or not right, and just knows it. How does he know it? He knows it because 
He's gifted with intuition. So now you understand that when people are just young and they're high school or college age or something, they are still, um, it's still the time for learning. It's the time for growing up and then doing things that adults do. But later in life, maybe around age 40, I don't know, or later than that, but maybe starting around age 40, it's time to begin searching and finding. So this finding, the, the beyond, is reserved for the second half, half of life. So now, kids in college, so what's the problem there? Study words. See, we have been taught, we have been mistaught that you can find answers in study and in knowledge and in stuffing your brain and in taking classes and courses and getting degrees. See, we have been taught that and we've fallen for the lie. See, Adam fell for the lie that by knowledge he could be like a god. Well, we all fall for that lie. And so we, we rush off for some kind of knowledge and think that with that knowledge we can solve all of our own problems and find happiness in everything. But fortunately, some of us discover that knowledge betrays us, and those people who specialize in knowledge betray us. And something is missing. You find out they have a lot of knowledge, but they don't have ethics, or they don't have understanding. Something is missing. Okay. So they betrayed you, now you begin to question knowledge, and you wonder about all that knowledge that you stuffed in your mind, did it really do you any good? Well, that's a time of questioning. Let's take a little break. When we come back, I'm going to be talking about faith. What is it really, and how to find it? As we're near the end of our time together... I invite you to visit the many resources available at our website, SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. You can listen to past programs, read more about Roland's meditation, or watch Roland's video lectures. Listen in again next week, same time, same station. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Something is missing. Okay, so they betrayed you, now you begin to question knowledge, and you wonder about all that knowledge that you stuffed in your mind, did it really do you any good? Well, that's a time of questioning. But even better yet, you begin to set aside knowledge. Not that knowledge is wrong, but you look for the pure, pure understanding, pure, intimate understanding. And that is from God. And when you see clearly, without words, you just know. And when you realize things, and when you understand things, you are getting closer to God. 
See, his light shines upon everything. It makes it clear. But when you get into knowledge and study and stuffing your brain, you get farther away from God. So when you ask people to sit around and read and read and study and sit in dusty lecture halls and take notes and take exams and write papers and do research and study and study and study and read and read and read and listen to people, pompous people, spouting, see. And what do those pompous people who are spouting, what do they specialize in? They specialize in doubt. They specialize in, in getting you lost in your thinking. They ask questions. How are we going to do this? How are you going to know that? When is this going to happen? Why is that? Who do, so when did this occur? Did that occur? They get you down in your thoughts, down in thinking, in trying to figure things out. And when they get you down there trying to figure things out, lost in your thoughts and your imagination, they have you. Because down there, you are separated from what faith is all about. Faith is realizing, seeing, going. And that leads to, see, it's intimate. An intimate knowledge of God is to see and realize and know and understand. And it's beyond words. Sure, later you put words to it. Later you might talk about it. Or you see written down what bears witness to what you experienced or what you know. See, you know that God exists. You know that he sent Jesus. You know that Jesus rose from the dead. You just know it. And then when you read it, well, all, all that the words do is bear witness to what you already knew, you see? So your faith is not in the words or the writer of the words. Your faith is not in the book or the writer of the book, or anything like that. Your faith is a pure, intimate, what's the word I want? Union? A pure seeing in the light. See, when the light shines, your eyes see in the light. There's something intimate that happens between in the light, your eyes see. When you are in God, when you are in his light, when you are in his love, then you see in his light. You experience his love. Do you understand? He in you and you in him. There's no place for doubt. See, when the light shines, it takes away all the shadows. The light illuminates everything. And when God is there, there's no place for doubt. And when your soul begins to experience an intimate relationship with the Father and His Son, then there's no place for doubt. Do you understand? And so faith is that bond. It's being in. You understand? It's being in God. See, I'm 
I'm trying to say something that's beyond words. I'm trying to use words to awaken you to see what is beyond words. It's like talking about the light. Unless you've experienced the light and the warmth of the light and the brightness of the light, then words don't really mean anything. But once you've experienced them, then the words bear witness to what you experienced. Find God and you found everything. Now we have to search. See? So, okay, a young person, they got to go to school. But do they have to go to school? No, maybe they could be homeschooled. See, my son didn't go to school. He was homeschooled. That's right. Sure, he had plenty of activities with other kids. He sang in the choir, and he went tumbling, and he went swimming, and he went golfing, and he did all kinds of stuff with other kids. But he was homeschooled. And uh, he graduated, he was done with, his, with all of his studies, with his high school studies when he was age 13. So what does that tell you? But then he went on to take some college courses, and then he went to a major university, a very famous, prestigious university. And then... He went to another famous, prestigious university and got a PhD. That's right. But it all began with homeschooling. So, yeah, so he wasn't sitting in classrooms when he was a kid. He was out playing golf and doing things. But anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. So the words... Bear witness to, see, they bear witness to God. So faith is finding God. Christ said, he talked about finding the pearl of great price. He said, seek and you will find. So you have to seek. Don't think you've already found it. Don't think you've arrived. See, how many people think they've arrived? And then what happens? They fall flat on their face. Or they think they've got it made, and all of a sudden everything falls apart. See? So no, don't ever think you've arrived. Don't ever think that you've found something if you haven't found it. Keep searching until you find the pearl of great price. And that is an intimate relationship with the Father. Now, right now, there's been a lot of corruption that's gotten into you. Because everybody told you you have, to, you have to take in experience, you have to take in knowledge, take in drugs, take in music, take in various experiences of pleasure, and so on. So you took them in. They got into you, and you have been corrupted by them. Now there's a lot in you. There's a lot in you that has displaced God and faith and love. So you have to begin by searching again, searching for the Father you've never known, searching for truth, searching for the light. You need God's light so that one day you can be in him and he in you and Christ in you. That will be 
your fulfillment. Then you can go out into the world and you'll be a shining light. Until that time, there's not much you can do for other people because you are so filled with corruption. When you try to speak or you try to do anything, you get all tangled up and then you you end up spouting something that you had learned or memorized or somebody told you or that you read. And the timing is wrong and the energy is wrong. And they see it and they know you don't have love. And so you see what I mean? You have to have love. One time when I was a, a young man, one time I had to go to a doctor and at that time, he was old. I'm sure he's not around anymore. Now he was a Dr. Kilk. And he he still had one of those uh, reflectors on his forehead. Remember how old doctors used to have those? And he came, the first time I met him, he came into the room where I was. He pulled up a, a little stool and he sat down in front of me, rather close. He was kind of bent over. And he sat for a moment quietly, and then he said, Roland, what is wrong? Something like that. It was so beautiful. There was no hurry in it. There was no energy of ambition or excitement or anything. It was just a real I-thou moment. And I experienced in that moment a little bit of what love might be. It was beautiful. And he didn't even have to you know something? He could have sat down on that stool and just looked at me with thoughtful eyes. And he wouldn't even have had to say anything. So that's the kind of experience you need. See? And it will restore all the good. All you have to do is See, everything good is already there. It only has to be... All you need is to, is to touch God's touch, to experience Him, even if only for a moment, and the good is restored, and all the bad sort of fades into unimportance. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.
Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.